Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. Today is uh, Thursday already, Thursday, September 28th. Um, and hopefully you've been um, joining us this week. If not, you've missed some good episodes, so um, go back and listen to them again. Um, I'm not tuning my own horn. I'm tooting Jackie's horn. She's been doing a great job. It's been (laughs) fun for me as a host just to sit and kind of observe your excitement and just kind of what the Spirit's saying. So it's been fun to have have you. Um, So today on Thursday, we always uh, start with what we're thankful for. So is there something, Jackie, in particular that you're thankful for? Um, well, one, I'm very thankful to be sitting here right now. This was scary and out of my comfort zone, but man, it's exciting to talk about how cool God is. Um, and then also I'm just kind of grateful for this weather right now. And I know I might get some booze, but (laughs) I am like a 65 to 75 degree. Like if I can throw on a sweatshirt with sunshine, light breeze, you know, it's just like perfect. So this just kind of makes me happy right now to be in cozy, comfy weather. Yeah, I love summer and I like being outdoors. But but I do I like this fall time too, where mm-hmm. you have to maybe wear a hoodie, um, and and jeans because it's not too cold, not too yes, hot. And, yes. Um, I I used to say I love raking leaves, but then I moved. <laughs> um, and we live in a place now where there's tons of trees, so I still <laughs> like raking leaves. The first time, um, I get to use the leaf blower. But when I spend all Saturday blowing leaves and then I go to church on Sunday and my yard's filled again, at least that. It's a little old. But I love that, just that crisp air. And of oh. course, I'm a football fan, so okay, football okay. season. But that yeah. is fun. So is I'm, fun. I'm on board with you on liking the weather. Yes. So. yes. Yeah. Um, anything else you're thankful for? Oh, man. You know, I had a coffee on the drive over here. That was pretty good, too. Okay, good. <laughs> and I want to uh, congratulate you. I'm not going to the old, well, I'm thankful for my family. I'm, I'm sure you're thankful for your oh, family. Oh, yes, but that's, of course. But that's the go-to. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's the gimme. So besides being thankful for your family. Um, so one thing I'm thankful for, and I've alluded to it a little bit, um, is just I, I'm so thankful for where I'm working. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there's still some days where I pull my hair out. But, you know, just to be in an environment um, where I feel refreshed, I feel um wanted and welcomed um and it's just fun for me now to be in an environment where i can share my faith so today um we're reading a book called the outsiders and i'm talking about the theme and and so i'm trying to get the kids to understand theme is like the general message so i so i start out by saying okay so imagine there's a person walking down the road and suddenly he gets beat up and the first person walks by him and just doesn't. And so I'm retelling this Good Samaritan without. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, this Good Samaritan. And so Jesus's theme in mm-hmm. this story. And, you know, just to be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to do that at uh, where I was before. And so um, there's definitely a place for public schools and pub- Christians in public schools. Um, but it's just been refreshing for me to be able. So I'm so thankful that God opened the door so that I could come join. And it's cool meeting people like you. And <laughs> you guys, so, yeah. I know. You know what? Tim has 
has said that about you, that he knew that that was part of your, your testimony to the kids, but he's like, I can see the passion coming through that. Like, it's just like bubbling up after all these years of teaching yeah. and now being able to be like, yeah, God yeah. in the classroom. <laughs> and yeah, so of course, public school is wonderful and that can be an amazing mission field, but I can, I can imagine how wonderful it is to speak his name yes. out loud in the yeah. classroom now. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Cool. It's fun hearing that like I've had, that we, pray oftentimes like w- before the day starts before lunch and at the end of the day and you know the past couple of days i've asked if kids want to do it and they, they're excited they volunteer and like i'll do it one student said i got you mr durr i'll pray for us so, oh i love it yeah so it's it, cool to see them grow in their faith in that way too and yeah. but sorry rabbit trail again yeah. building community at a new place mm-hmm. and friendships through prayer is just there's nothing yeah. like that so good i'm so glad that you are are here as well as a you know now you're my coworker, even though i don't ever see you because right. you're in the middle yeah. school and <laughs> right. i'm in elementary yeah. but yeah. still glad you're here yep. it's good so well good well thank you for sharing that um we're going to continue our conversation um john 5 30 through 47 and again um between episodes we were talking about there's still a lot of similarities to what we've talked about before and so um you know we've got a few new twists on it based on this passage but um yeah it's cool that god is faithful through all his different um passages so we are starting uh john 5 30 through 47 actually i'm going to start with 31 because we read 30 yesterday and and it's kind of part of the different section so um so just as it's entitled witnesses to jesus um so Jesus, this is Jesus talking. If I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. Mm. But someone else is also testifying about me. And I assure you that everything he says about, um, about, tells, says about me is true. In fact, you sent investigators to listen to John the Baptist, and his testimony about me was true. So he's talking about John the Baptist was testifying, and the, the religious leaders actually investigated that, and, and what he's saying is true. So, um, so... Other people are testifying about me as well. He picks up. Now, of course, I have no need of human witnesses, but I say these things so you might be saved. John was like a burning and shining lamp, and you were excited for a while about his message. But I have a greater witness than John. My teachings and my miracles, the Father gave me these uh, works to accomplish, and uh, and they prove that he sent me. And the Father who sent me has testified about me himself. You have never heard his voice or seen his face, have seen him face to face, and you do not have this message in your hearts because you do not believe me, the one who sent you. You search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life, but the scriptures point to me, yet you refuse to come to me and receive this life. Mm-hmm. Your approval means nothing to me. Oops, sorry, page turn. Uh, your approval means nothing to you too, because I know you don't have God's love within you. For I have come to you in my Father's name, and you have rejected me. Yet if others come in their own name, you gladly welcome them. No wonder you can't believe. For you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who alone is God. Yet it isn't I who will accuse you before um, the Father. Moses will accuse you. Yes, Moses, in whom you've put your hopes. If you really believe Moses, you would believe me, because he wrote about me. But since you don't believe what he said, what he wrote, how will you believe what I say? Mm-hmm. So Jesus is not holding back. No, 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 he's <laughs> not. I love it. Yeah. 
That's um, why I was like earlier. I was like, do I dare say he maybe eye rolled at yeah. the at the official? Like he's like, come on, you guys, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm right yeah. here. So what uh, what struck you this time? Um, again and again, we keep speaking about Jesus coming, meeting us where we're at, and illustrating that he is the one that's been spoken of. Yeah. Um, and he was the one sent by God. And he is with God, um, or he is one with God, excuse me. Um, and we, we hear that by when he says, like, by myself, I can do nothing. Um, and he is not discrediting John's testimony, but he's like, but that was awesome. But I come with a testimony that's even weightier. Yeah. Right. Is that the word he used? I'm not sure what, what your version said. Um, but he's like, I come with a testimony that's weightier than that because Jesus has been sent by God. Um, It's not by scripture alone, um, which we kind of mentioned yesterday too, but one must have faith in Jesus. Someone's like accusing the leaders, right? Like, yeah, you have all this knowledge. Good for you. But yeah, Yeah. it's kind of like, hello, you're missing the point here. Um, And, and you alluded to that a couple episodes uh, ago too, about that um, he's being fulfilled and all this. Um, so a couple of things struck me. Um, the first one, um, he, Jesus kind of contradicts himself uh, for a purpose, though. I think he says, if I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony wouldn't be valid. Mm-hmm. But someone else is testifying, testifying for me. But then he says, I don't really need other people to testify for me. So here's the thing. Jesus can stand for himself, but he knows based on the time, based on people that they, he needs a, a second witness in order for the Jewish leaders to believe him. There needs mm. to be a second witness. Um, and so he says, all right, here's John the Baptist. So you need somebody else. Here he is. I don't really need someone else to speak for me. Um, but Jesus gives us what we need, not what mm. he needs, but what we need. Um, and so that, I thought that was, that was cool. Um, and I think, um, the other thing was the scriptures, um, the the religious leaders, they're relying on the law of Moses and the scriptures. And Jesus is like throwing it back in the face. Look, Moses wrote about me. His The law <laughs> was about me. Mm-hmm. So you claim to, to follow Moses, but you really aren't if you don't accept me um, because I am fulfilling what Moses wrote. So kind of mm-hmm. like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. So what? So good. Um, no, I mean, honestly, that's that's what I was reflecting on too, of just over and over again. And I feel like I'm repeating myself through these messages, right? But over and over again, we just see this example. And um, something else that you mentioned, I think, between episodes that I just love is just God comes to us and gives us what we need too. And so it's like he has all these examples because he knows that we need them yeah. because he just wants us to believe. Yeah, yeah. I had a, another bad analogy as I was thinking through this. So if you didn't like my popcorn story, you can pause or fast forward a little bit. But when I was reading through this um, and when Jesus is talking, okay, Moses is pointing towards me, um, but, you know, you're getting too focused on what Moses is saying. You're seeing mm-hmm. a big, missing big picture. So, um, you know, nowadays we're lucky we have Google Maps, right? So if we need to get <laughs> someplace, we, um, we, we follow, we put a plug in and we follow that. That's just pointing us 
to where we need to go. If we get so bogged down in following step by step, sometimes Google Maps might take us the wrong way. Yeah. You know, um, or a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. You know, so there there has to be a time where you just say, okay, Google Maps is telling me to, to go left, but I know I need to keep going straight. Sure. Um, but if we just focus on the message, the directions, um, we might miss our destination. And mm-hmm. so, you know, Jesus is saying, look, guys, you're missing you're you're missing the boat. Mm-hmm. You're Moses pointed to me. Moses is not the end point. He's the direction. So yeah, yeah, so good. Um, Anything that you learned about us through this passage? Um, I'm trying to reflect back on my notes because again, I feel like God just like takes it in different paths, and I love that. And I feel like I'm getting takeaways as we're sitting here. Yeah, and well, so I'm good. still like processing and chewing on it. And just um, what is God trying to say through all of this? What is Jesus coming to say through all of this? Yeah. Um, so I don't have a fancy takeaway right okay. now because no. I am still like chewing that's, on it. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, no, I think, um, well, I, one thing I do appreciate Jesus is saying um you know, your approval of me doesn't mean anything because you're not you're not reading into the script. You're you're not following my path. But I think big picture, maybe to summarize um, the past four days, the things we've been reading is, I think what Jesus is trying to convey to us: the proof is in um, not our words, but our actions. Um, are we religious? Are we following the law of Moses? Are we doing things because that's makes us look religious? Or are we faith-filled followers um, that we're, we're doing what Jesus has called us to? We're doing what mm-hmm. Jesus did. Because if we're just religious, if we're just doing things because we think that's what the Bible says, or we're just following Moses, we're missing the point. So I think yeah. Jesus is calling us not to be religious, not to um, follow the rules to the point where it takes away from actually what matters. And that's living um, in a faith-filled way and and doing what he's called us to do now i feel yeah. like i'm rambling but that... no you're not i, I i'm grateful you you took it away because i was uh trying to find my words but yeah exactly i and that's kind of what i mentioned earlier in a previous episode is i just i want to live that out um and i feel like this passage just comes to mind constantly as god said um the the greatest commandment is this is to love yes is to love is to love and what does that look like well if you need a guideline if you need that roadmap if you need google to tell you then open the word because everything we've been talking about this week all the miracles is our roadmap and it's jesus showing compassion on others yeah. and showing us that that we are to do the same yeah there's no like it really is that simple. It's yeah. that hard, but it's that simple. There's, it doesn't have to be these rules and this heavy like if this then that. This right. person, not this person. I said I wasn't going to go down this road, yeah. but yeah. I can't help it. Like Jesus calls us to love. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no rules and definition, but Jesus calls us to love. Yeah. Yeah. It's in. You can't argue with that. No. I mean, you can. You can try to argue with it, but you're not going to win. No. It's clear. And I love how you sum, how you pull back the, you know, the greatest commandment. Love, love your neighbor as yourself. 
You know, mm-hmm. love God and love your neighbors. Yeah. What else is there to worry about? So, so we'll just leave it at that. As you go throughout your day, love God and love others. We'll talk mm-hmm. to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.